Our next speaker is the Novartis Professor of Leadership and Management at the Harvard Business School. Her new book, Teaming, How Organizations Learn, Innovate, and Compete in the Knowledge Economy, has a total rating of five stars on Amazon, which is pretty impressive when you consider that ShamWow only has three. She has served on 26 doctoral committees and is the author of more than 25 Harvard Business School case studies. Please join me in welcoming Professor Amy Edmondson. Thank you. Okay. It's a privilege to be here tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's also a privilege to uh, follow these distinguished speakers, and I'm particularly glad to pick up on some themes, especially that started by Joyce on urbanization and sustainability. And I'm going to be, you know, alongside this great emphasis on revitalizing existing cities is a handful of new startup cities or greenfield cities, and I'll be talking a little bit uh, about that. By the way, the Novartis chair uh, was endowed uh, to enable the study of interpersonal interactions that lead to the creation of successful enterprises for the betterment of society. I've always liked that idea. So uh, it is my pleasure in the recent years to turn this study of interpersonal interactions to the focus on people working in pretty wild-eyed territory of, of new building new cities, new ecologically uh, effective cities. And I'm, I'm going to talk to you about culture clash or the ways in which the, the several different fields, industries, sectors that have to come together to do this um, don't always see eye to eye and how that culture clash needs to be navigated for any kind of uh, success here. So I'll try to end with a couple of uh, suggestions, leadership strategies, as it were, for getting it done. What I'm primarily going to be doing here is showing you some quotes. So I will have my notes here so I can read these quotes to you while you look at them without twisting my head backwards. So culture. What is culture? Culture is taken for granted beliefs, assumptions about the way things are, fundamentally what we believe about what matters and what works. And um, it's in the invisible fabric. Culture is the invisible fabric of, of a group. As Marshall McLuhan once said, we don't know who discovered fish, but we're pretty sure, I mean, who discovered water, excuse me, we're pretty sure it wasn't fish. Uh, they take it for granted. So its very invisibility to the people swimming in it makes culture tricky when we try to cross boundaries. So uh, the research I'm talking about here comes from three uh, in-depth studies over the last two and a half years of three innovative projects. Two of them are in the U.S. Uh, I mean, no, one's in the U.S., two are in Europe. These are all pseudonyms. Sustech City was a, uh, is, well, it's kind of on hold. A startup smart city in Europe, uh, meant to be uh, sensor-enabled, software-driven, uh, ecologically, economically, and socially sustainable, and so forth. Green Market was a small eco-district in a northern European city, existing city. Uh, that had low to no carbon goals. And Arcadia Landing uh, is a, is a US-based uh, city, sustainable city, new city to focused on healthcare, all aspects of healthcare from science 
to delivery. And we studied, my colleague Tiona Zazul, a late stage doctoral student at the business school, and I studied uh, these projects and the collaborations they involved for uh, the last few years. Um, this is my thematic diagram of the at least five players that have been involved in navigating these rather innovative projects. And what I've done in this chart is simply put numbers in to show just schematically the number of different relationships involved. And each of those relationships between domains is a potential minefield. It's a domain fraught with hurdles or an opportunity to get together and learn from each other and do something truly innovative that none of us have done before. Or maybe more simply, could these five people work together? Right, so you may recognize some of them. These are iconic figures, in my mind anyway, in each of these five domains. Uh, we have uh, uh, architect Ram Koolhaas, uh, um, uh, Stan Gale, the visionary developer, uh, John Tochi, a wonderfully visionary builder in the local area, and uh, uh, someone who needs no introduction uh, in his early days. I think since the IT guys are usually young, I have him here. Young Bill Gates, and last but not least, our very own uh, Tom Menino. Um, could they get along? My answer is yes, uh, but not without some effort. Um, so let me just jump right in and show you what we found in looking at the interactions across worlds. Uh, we, uh, we see in this, in this, in this first quote, uh, we see um, how, how developer, how, let's see, how a, um, how a construction manager views the IT folks that he's forced to work with in Sustech City. He actually has great fondness for them, uh, but he says, um, he says, we're dealing with IT people when it comes to Sustech, and they're different. We actually have to build things. Um, so a little more solidity, a little more importance. Uh, and a, a senior IT developer look, looking at uh, a real estate manager, uh, they don't necessarily tell us everything. And sometimes what they tell us things, we don't necessarily understand it. We don't speak quite the same language in quite the same way. When we tell them stuff, we don't think they understand the implications. And uh, similarly, a construction manager says, with, great, with the greatest respect, these IT folks, you've only got to read the Facebook effect to realize what we have to deal with here, right? These people, at the end of the day, in the IT world, all they've got to do is make their good idea marketable, uh, rent some space, that's pretty cheap. With these guys, what they'd like to do is go build uh, some buildings, and that ain't cheap. Uh, and so similarly, uh, an environmental engineer in this northern European uh, project we call Green Market says, uh, ours is an innovation organization. We uh, like to develop new things. We like to demonstrate them. And then we have partners uh, that are in a totally different business, construction companies that seem to be quite hesitant uh, to test new things and invest in development. Notice in each one of these quotes the kind of assumptions about them and the privileged position that we occupy. Uh, they are risk averse. We look into the future. They look into the past. They're different. Uh, and of course, uh, the De Design Co. is not a professional developer. 
read. They don't know what they're talking about. We are professional developers, so um, they, they, were, they were expecting it, they meaning the design folks, were expecting it to be easy to develop Green Market, the no carbon zone. Well, it's not. It takes lots and lots of hard works. Uh, the development company have never had to think about this level of technical integration. This is from the point of view of, of the IT folks. Uh, it's just uh, two totally different worlds. In this chart, I've just put in a bunch of words, randomly selected words that we heard again and again in these different domains to kind of illustrate the ways in which they come from different worldviews, value different things, have different educations, have different belief systems, and now they must come together and develop something truly new and truly innovative. To do that, I will argue, they must build a shared culture of innovation. Well, what is a culture of innovation? A culture of innovation is creative, collaborative, fundamentally and deeply curious about others, about where others are coming from, yet systematic, rigorous, disciplined, yet chaotic. They tolerate failure, not big, bad, ugly, dangerous failures, but the little process failures in the experimental road to new discovery along the way. How do we build it? Well, here we begin to see some of the new relationships building, where we see the architect um, uh, praising IT company executives, saying, you know, our clients are normally developers who want fast profits without risk. Working for a tech company, they know we're working to develop IP. They and we believe in R&D. Read both of us. Both of us are interested in creating the future, in creating that which is new. Uh, it's very different working with a developer who doesn't test products and take risks. So we're having fun here together. Or more colloquially, as the CEO of the IT company leading the SusTech project said, uh, this guy, my pal now, he's not your typical real estate developer. Um, most of those guys don't have a bloody clue. Revealing, of course, this great friendship that has developed, but also his general biases and animosity about the profession. And in Arcadia Landing, perhaps, I think it's, these are all pseudonyms, as I said, this is likely to become the most successful, if not the only successful, of these three projects. Uh, we rub off on each other. I'm trained as a geographer. I've been in city planning. Uh, I've done all of these things. But together, we've had to develop a hybrid language. I see myself using terms that I didn't use before, uh, that I didn't know before. I hear those guys talking about spatial relationships and form and function of buildings in ways that they never did before. And we've kind of built our own vocabulary. So bridging cultures, bridging cultures is uh, a leadership task involves three practices, three practices that I'm going to argue take practice. Uh, manage self, manage conversations, and manage relationships. What's that all about? Well, manage self, it starts with me. It starts with my recognition that I don't have a complete unfettered access to reality itself. Uh, that I have my reality and you have your reality, and I get very curious about what your reality is. In order to do this, I have to slow down my thinking because my thinking is so fast. It jumps so quickly to conclusions about you and your stubbornness. 
and about me and my privileged view of what matters, of what works. So I must slow that down. I have to get a handle on my own emotions. I have to understand that when I'm triggered by something you say, it's as, as, as much about me as it says about you. I have to stop to consider your perspective as well. Um, I've never forgiven him for that thing I made up in my head. Uh, this is managing self is about realizing that most of what's going on in our head we have made up in our head. It's not unfettered access to reality, as I said. Manage conversations. Again, slow down. Conversations don't manage themselves, particularly across disciplines. We need to slow it down. We need to reveal our thinking. We need to reveal our logic uh, in a much more thoughtful, conscious, deliberate way than we thought. We need to inquire into quiet voices. They sometimes hold uh, the key to the kingdom. And uh, we need to ask a lot of questions, real questions. I don't mean leading questions. I don't mean questions for which I'm quite sure I already know the answer, and I hope you will agree, but rather questions where at the very outset of the question, I am curious as to what you have to say. And last but not least, we need to build in advance when the going is not yet hot, we need to build strong, trusting relationships based on shared values, based on shared goals, based on a shared understanding of what's possible when we really pull our different talents and skills together uh, and we can uh, do new things. These, these, uh, these three ideas, manage self, manage conversations, manage relationships, come from collaborative work I did with uh, Diana Smith. Um, really focused initially on how do people in organizations manage their toughest, most value-laden conflicts and how do they uh, come to uh, decisions that work for all. So if I go back to my diagram, in the center is magic, in the center where we all can get on the same page, where we can manage conversations thoughtfully, uh, is innovation, is the possibility uh, to change behavior, have new technology, uh, and potentially throw some power around, I hope. So, a new, brand new, ecologically smart city, a district with no carbon emissions, a brand new city focused on healthcare in an extraordinary way. Well, as Einstein put it, if at first the idea isn't absurd, there is simply no hope for it. Thank you very much. Thank you.